Reviews, the biggest news, the what's new, and the who's who. Welcome to the Daily Gamer Podcast with Joe Mango and James. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Daily Gamer Podcast. Podcast. With me, Joe Mango and... James. And we are back for number 24 now. Wow, that's a lot. We are going to be talking about Baldur's Gate, which everyone is just raving about right now. Yeah, it's so cool. But first, we're going to go into some gaming news. So here is your gaming news of the week. To kick things off, Microsoft have announced the closing of the Xbox 360 store causing 220 games to basically disappear. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, it's it's you got a time. It's uh, July 29th, 2024. So, yeah, you got like a while, pretty much a year. Um, but it will basically mean that you cannot download any new games for your Xbox 360. Um, but you can if you've already downloaded the game, you can still play it on your Xbox 360, obviously. Oh, so okay, so no new games then. You can't like download anything new yeah exactly no or even old games you can't go and download them like mm. the whole store for xbox 360 will be gone oh no so yeah once you've got like get the games you've got and that's it for the rest of your xbox 360 life that, that's gonna make all the the physical copies more expensive more expensive yeah. and harder to get potentially potentially i'm sure there's a lot out there though maybe for the more indie games it might be harder to get but like yeah. if you want a call of duty copy i'm sure you can find a couple yeah from like 9.99 at like game yeah, game. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it's it is old gen, and you might. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's quite old now, right? The I still have. I still have one. A three sixty in the cupboard. Yeah, but wait, wasn't it Xbox One after that? Yeah, and then Xbox the one that's now uh, Series X and S. Yeah, so it's old. It's really old. It's, it's two old. generations back. It's basically like the equivalent of your PlayStation Two, I guess. No, PlayStation Three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. PlayStation Three. I want to fire it up. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> I might get a red ring. Are you going to download loads of games before <laughs> yeah. that? But imagine you buy loads of games, just buy the, the game store out before it before it closes, and then you get the red ring. Oh, mate, that would... Mine's a refurbished one, so it did have a red ring, and then it got repaired. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know you could do that. You know, everyone always talks about the red ring of death. I had the PlayStation equivalent once. Oh, it was like a yellow line of death. Oh, I heard about that. Which one. isn't as common, but um, I think what was happening is uh, me and my two brothers were playing a game. Uh, it got a bit heated, and someone just unplugged it from the wall, you Ooh. know, uh, or from like the back, just ripped it out, and then it just we turned it back on, like oh, and then it didn't happen, and then it caused more arguments because <laughs> PlayStation's gone. Anyway, we got the four. Then after that, I think. The household erupted. It really did. Uh, Okay, also, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is coming out. Now, I just want to... Modern Warfare 3 2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, leaks suggest there's zombies, there's the original Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer maps, and loads more. Um, So, the anticipated, anticipated release date is November 10th, um, which should be, you know, I mean, there's a buzz. There's a huge buzz out there. Um, and yes, there have been some leaks. Although also um, there mm. was a little tease as well from from Call of Duty. But they said they're going to launch maps that are going to be remastered versions of the 2009's Modern Warfare 2, like Afghan, Rust, and Scrapyard. Okay. Which is really cool. Uh, and they're also going to have map voting, which is like when you get to 
you know, kind yeah, of yeah. choose which map you want to go into before you go into it. Oh, that's it. like Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike does that. Yeah. And then also, they're apparently going to increase the health from 100 to 150, which affects the time to kill dynamics. So it might take a little bit longer to kill your opponents. Um, and then as well, they've got the perks, um, moving perks like Stalker and Tactical Sprint are all coming back as well. <laughs> I like that. You know, this, this, they raise it to 150. Mm. Why don't they just make it 100 harder to... Like the guns don't hit as hard yeah. kind of thing. Well, it doesn't make any sense. You know what? I thought about this. It's probably easier to just make your health more than have to change all the mechanics of the guns that they've probably already made. Probably. Imagine. It reminds me of that clip from, is it... Um... Is it Airheads? Oh no no no! It's the it's it's What's that spoof Airheads? it's that spoof movie about the rock band. I can't remember what it's called. I have no idea. But there's what you're that famous clip. Well, there's famous clip where they've got the the amplifiers. Okay. And they all go up to eleven instead of oh, ten. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. And they're all like, yeah, well you know this goes up to eleven. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's just like one louder. Yeah yeah. And then the guy interviewing is like, why don't you just make ten louder? Yeah. <laughs> So it was like that. Why don't you make 100% health like harder? Can I just say that in the audio world, uh, they do that a lot. A lot of companies um, like... Have 11? Yeah, SSL, which do like studio consoles. They, they Everything goes up to 11. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just like a, become a thing now. Maybe it's from that. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it should be really good. I mean, who doesn't love a good Call of Duty? And I love how they've gone through making all of these shit <laughs> Call of Duty games and gone, we'll just give the people what they want. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2, a new Warzone, and another Modern Warfare yeah. 3. You Don't know? fix what isn't broken. Exactly. So I think people are happy. <laughs> and also, I was thinking back to it. It used to be Black Ops that did the zombie mode. They never had zombie yeah. mode in the Modern Warfare games. So now they're getting a Modern Warfare game with zombies... With all the Modern Warfare 2 maps that everyone loves, it's pretty sweet. I love how they didn't put the Modern Warfare 2 maps in this Modern Warfare 2 that's out now. Yeah. Because they were like, ah, oh, if, we, if we do it all now, then what are we going to do for the next one? I know, we're going to have to save them. <laughs> yeah, save exactly. Them. Uh, it's quite funny. Uh, also, uh, Red Dead Redemption, as in the original, um, is making a massive comeback a decade later. Yeah. And this is all because they have made a re-release for PS4. Yeah, yeah. Now, why PS4? Um, I just assume it was easier to make it on PS4 than have to go to PS5, but they said it is compatible with PS5. PS5. So they've released a new game that's $50, that's the exact same game, mm. just you can play it on PS4, and you can also play it on Nintendo Switch. Now, I think Nintendo Switch is obviously not as powerful as, like, a PlayStation 5, mm. but PlayStation 4 is probably a little similar the innovation is in the Switch version. The yeah. PS4 is like, what? yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the same game, but like, if okay, fine, if it's playable on the PS5, then fair enough. Then people can like revisit it. The thing is, is it's, frame not, rates. it's not actually like a remaster. <clears throat> it's not a remaster. It's not yeah. a remake. It's a port. It's just a re-release. Yeah. Yeah. And $50. I don't know. I think that's a little bit steep to just a game that you, came out you won't 10 find years me ago. spending 50 bucks on that no Sorry. no funny thing is though i had a mate today go oh you know what i'm thinking of buying red dead redemption i never played it mm. and i was like oh is it because they just re-released it and stuff he didn't even know i just reckon it's gone around the internet and he's just seen it and now yeah. gone oh i want to play red dead redemption so i guess it works people are doing it they're going to make more money i think rockstar are pretty good at just <laughs> pumping out the same game and i mean like, yeah, I mean, they've had GTA 5 out for, like, yeah, what, 10 years? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, I mean, they know what they're doing. People are going to buy it, and they know that, so 
Yeah. Fair enough to them. Uh, it is going to be on 30 frames locked, though. What do you think about that? Uh, it's okay. It's kind of retro, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It would have been nice if they had gone, hey, remaster PS5 version. That mm. would have got me more excited than just... Yeah, like sharper textures. And yeah, exactly. You're basically... 60 frames a second. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm a little bit up and down on it. I, yeah. It's an amazing game, don't get me wrong, but $50 for something that's just a port... Nah, I don't yeah, know. I'm going to leave know. that on the shelf, I think. No, me too. Well, there you go. That is your gaming news of the week. If you want to go check out all the full stories, we've got them over on our website, daily-gamer.net. Nice. The game that everyone is talking about right now is Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 is a role-playing video game developed and published by Larian Studios. They're Belgian. Ooh. And it's the third main game in the Baldur's Gate series, which is based on the 5E, which is 5th edition. Oh, okay. Of the, of the Dungeons & Dragons tabletop role-playing system. Okay, yes. So it's basically based off Dungeons & Dragons. The, it's the, based off Dungeons & Dragons and includes dice rolls, RPG elements, looting, and a deep, deep story. So this is what this is what's making people say it is the new pinnacle of the genre oh. because that's how good it is. Well, see, straight away I think, oh, role-playing game, okay, great. Dice rolls, mm. Mm. turn-based game, I'm like, ah, oh, bored. But then I looked into a little bit more, and I started to get very so excited. So I'm in the same boat. I was never into turn-based, mm. and then I played one or two games which were really good, and I was like, okay, maybe I could play some turn-based. Mm -hmm. Then I discovered Divinity Original Sin, okay. one, one and two. I never finished them, but I got pretty far and enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, because I was looking for something that was like Dragon Age mixed mm. with Skyrim, mixed with the story, and then all those little characters you can play. Okay, so can... that game is pretty similar to this one. Yeah, so Divinity, you can see the, the roots of Divinity in mm. Baldur's Gate 3. It's very, it's, it's turn-based, there's, 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 there's a party of you. Yeah. So you have your, your main character, and then you've got maybe one, two, three, whoever joins your party during the story. Yeah, so you can so you can basically choose like one of seven origin characters that already come with the backstory and all of that. Yeah. Or you can actually kind of custom create your own character and choose your own backstory your own as destiny. well, yeah. which yeah. completely changes uh, your path in the game depending on your backstory. Exactly. And I heard that even the NPCs will talk to you differently depending on what race you are, yeah. uh, you know, what type of character you are, your backstory and everything. The NPCs will literally talk to you differently because of that. Yeah, and based on the past choices you've made as well. Which is crazy. I heard that they've recorded so much uh, voiceover work for this game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and it's really high quality voiceover work yeah. too. And even, um, you know, if, if, if you want to get a better idea for the, for the uninitiated, so people that don't really know what this game is, it's just imagine Skyrim mm -hmm. mixed in with Dragon Age, mm -hmm. where you've got, like, your characters will react to the choices you make. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're someone in your party, you're talking to someone, you'll say, like, you make a decision. You say, I want to kill this person. Mm. Then you've got someone in your party going disapproves, who doesn't like your no choice. No way, yeah. And okay. then we'll hold that grudge, maybe to your next conversation. We'll all bring it up, 
And it's the same way, same way if someone likes what you've chosen yeah. to do, then they'll be like, you know, nice choice, mate. I'm going to do this for you. It's you almost know? like playing a game that has AI in it. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very clever. Um, so, yeah, so the, the dice roll basically decides your fate uh, on everything you do, like your conversations, your fighting. Yeah, so you can say if you have a trait or, or an ability. Oh, like um, you're a smooth talker. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or you have like sort of ac actions where you can persuade or you can intimidate. Ah, yes, can... yes, yes, yes. I'm with you. So if you have that story option or chat option mm. and you choose it, then you get a number which you need to roll and beat. So if you get given... Ah, yes. And then you can get to use that uh, persuasion. So it'll be like uh, 10, and if you get 10 or over, yeah. then it'll work. But if you get 5, it, it won't, won't work. work. It'll backfire. Yeah, it'll backfire. Oh, super crazy because... And depending on your character, you can get bonus numbers. So you can bonus like a plus 3 or a plus 2 to add on top ah. of your roll. So if you're one of your like skills that you level up yeah. is persuasiveness, yeah, it can help you in conversation. Or if you have like a bonus trait or something like that. Yeah, so if your backstory is, you know, you're a ladies' man, yeah. you'll be able to talk to the ladies nice and, uh, exactly. nice and easy. You have a bonus perk. Yeah. Wow, that is so cool. I've never, ever played a game like that. Yeah. And this is what is making me excited for this. And you can do it, sorry, and you can do it with, uh, not just conversation choice, but like unlocking locks as well. Oh, okay. Or doors or yep. chests. So you still roll for that. Wow. And then when you're fighting as well... Uh, obviously you're about to do a spell and you have to roll depending on how hard you hit them. Yeah, Is there, that... there are some roll spells. Yeah. Oh, only some. So it's yeah. not all of them. Because otherwise yeah. that, would be, that would be too annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah, to keep having to roll every time. But there's certain ones you can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then also one thing I saw was um, you have like obviously like mana or whatever in games. And in this, it's like a similar sort of thing uh, where you have like a resource to be able to cast spells or do yeah. actions uh, in fighting. And then if um, that depletes, like it doesn't regenerate, like once that depletes, you have to rest or you have to like eat food or something yeah. like that to be able to regenerate that um, yeah. resource. Or, right? or it goes on to the next turn for the next person. So you basically have, it's turn-based. You can yeah. do your turn. You can either attack, move, or move and attack. Okay. Or do a spell and then it'll take up like, uh, it's your action points basically. Okay. So if you take a bunch of your action points, uh, use it up, doing a uh, an attack, then yeah. the rest of it you can move maybe a little bit. Mm. Or you can just move completely. It depends. And then you have to change turn. Yeah. And you, like you're normally in a, in a group of four people, right? So it's not just you. There's like three other people that are kind of with you, which are... Yeah. And you take their turns. So you can take what, like a origin character. For example. Yeah, yeah. And then you can use what traits they have because they may already have. Yeah, like you a still good control sword or... the other three, but your main character is like who you play as, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I think um, uh, from what I've seen, uh, the the encounters are uh, with the enemies are quite tough, mm -hmm. and they feel like a challenge every time. It's not just you're running through enemies. You need to easy. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even with like you know from bosses to even like the tiniest small encounters where you've just seen like one little thing it's still yeah. you still have to think about it and, and make sure you're doing the right kind of moves yeah and uh, the, the start of the game uh, you're introduced to basically the mechanics but it's very well done in the sense that your character say you're coming up to a couple of enemies like for me it's quite a new experience for mm. me so I had to experiment basically and see what this button does or what yeah. attack does or whatever so I had to experiment. So I ended up going to two or three small enemies. Mm. And I thought, oh, I'll just 
hit them once and uh, <laughs> they'll be okay. Uh, they'll be dead. But then they, the, the, the character uh, was talking and said something like, ooh, I better not get too close because they might take me out in like one go or something like that. Okay. And I'm like, the first time I just ignored her. And I was like, whatever. And then I, and then I die because they hit you with one hit. No and, way. And, and I'm gone. Or, or a couple of hits. Yeah. So then I had to learn that like, okay, I will take the advice that they give you. Yeah. <laughs> and say like, okay, so don't, like try not to be next to them. Yeah. When you yeah. make your turn, try and stay away and do ranged shots. Ah, was, I, I guess certain enemies... Uh, be ranged, certain enemies might need to be closer. Yeah, exactly. Um, More deadly if they're next to you sort of thing. Makes sense. I also heard that there's a lot of environmental elements that can kill you, and a lot of the game, like, you're actually kind of navigating through this world, and it can be a challenge as well. Um, There's there's bits where you might be in a building that's burning, you have to figure out how to put a fire out, Um, you might be having to avoid, like, giant poisonous mushrooms, and I guess when when you're moving around... Uh, do you always have to be moving around in turn-based like moves, or is that only when you're in an encounter? So turn-based is only in an encounter. So you can freely explore the world. You can freely explore the world, yeah. Outside combat. So you can explore, you can uh, loot chests, you can loot things, you, you, know, you can find other characters and start a story with them. Yeah. Or a chat or a dialogue mm. um, or you know, even quests, ultimately. Um, and then because it's, as you say, you know, the whole environment is, is alive and, and risky, mm. so... Obviously, with my first playthrough, it's like, oh, I just fell through a hole. <laughs> and I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. fell through a hole, and then I ended up fighting all these enemies, no which way. were, like, underground. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> and then I died, and subsequently reloaded, and like, obviously learned that, okay, don't go that way. Yeah. And then there's also, like, um, there's fire, so there's, like, embers that still burn. And mm. if you run across them, you'll get burned. Oh. Um, I did see one uh, where a guy went into an area and there was a single skeleton. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm going to go kill that skeleton with my team of four. I got this. Yeah. And when he encountered this skeleton, it then started going around and hitting these like coffins and waking <laughs> up waking loads up of other skeletons. <laughs> yeah. And then before you know it, there's like eight skeletons that are against. He's like, oh, no. That's so cool. And I thought that was just really cool. Like it's... For me, I know that this game had been, you know, uh, had like a, a beta and it. people mm. were talking about it and people enjoyed it, but it was only like limited. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it's come out full release and it's just gone it's massive, exploded. which is amazing. Um, obviously, it is like an RPG. You got to have this amazing story. You got to kind of go through this world and and, and explore, which I think is really cool. Um, and obviously, there's a there's a lot of choice in what you do. Oh, so and much everything choice. can change. So, no, but, I'm, I'm definitely. I haven't played this yet. I know you you have already. Yeah. Um, I honestly have been hearing so much about it that I'm like, ah, have I got to stop playing Diablo 4 now? <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is with, with I mean, there's, there's a statement here that says it's some of the best romancing in gaming history. Mm. And if you think about romancing in, in, in games, you think like Mass Effect or even Dragon Age as mm. well where you, where you, you know, chat someone up and you yeah. spark a relationship. No matter who you are, it could be... An alien, it could be, well, in this case, <laughs> an animal. A bear or something. Bear, yeah, I heard, yeah, I heard about the bear incident that so, went viral on the internet. Yeah, so there's like speedrunners trying to, to uh, hit the target of getting to sex <laughs> the quickest. 
Oh uh, my goodness! It's just a bunch of nerds. The speedrunners will do anything, won't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, I also heard. So this was like one kind of downside um, that it can get a little bit complicated, especially at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be going through an area and you miss stuff, yep. and then you have to go back and think. And, and even when you go back to that place, it might have changed, and there might be new things that are there that you can now do. Yeah. Um, and especially quest-wise, it doesn't just give you the answer. Yeah. You really have to kind of read into the, exactly. the dialogue. And really, and, and really know your environment as well, because what I found is sometimes frustratingly so, as you said, it's it's like you don't just go through the world and like, okay, I've covered that part, now mm. I move on. It's like I can go this way, find some things, and then you go somewhere else, then you come back and you go, oh, yes, there's a oh, that's changed, or someone or, or a new character's arrived yeah. there, and then there's a new quest. And it's like, so it yeah. keeps changing. So you can never feel satisfied with the area you've covered because it's so. I mean, the the, the other only other downside I, the, for me is I just think this is a game that's going to be very time consuming. <laughs> I mean, I've got friends who play you know real Dungeons and Dragons, and they're like, oh yeah, I've been doing this uh, same you know thing for a year now. We're on the same story, and it's coming to the end this weekend, so we're doing like a whole marathon weekend, <laughs> and I'm just like. Okay, great. Uh, not for me, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it sounds like this game is going to be kind of like that. You'll be playing it for a year and you're still doing the same sort of yeah, story and progressing this way and that way. Um, but yeah, i got to be honest, you know, hats off to to this game. Um, yeah. It's come out of nowhere and I've watched so many videos about it now and I'm super excited. Um, so yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, Ooh, getting, well right, getting 10 out of 10 from IGN. PC Gamer gives it, gives it 97. Wow. Which is pretty good for PC Gamer. Yeah. And obviously Steam uh, is top of the charts, overwhelmingly positive. So Amazing. If that's any indicator. Well, there you go. That is uh, kind of all you need to know about Baldur's Gate 3 so far. If, uh, if you're playing it, let us know. Uh, we would love to hear from you and your experiences. Yeah. It's time for your new gaming releases. James, what do we got? This month, uh, the month of August, we've had a couple of nice, interesting releases this month to talk about. Yeah. And I think um, uh, one, for me anyway, as a big Quake fan. Oh. Okay. So what they've done, or what Microsoft has done, Mm. is release Quake 2. So re-released Quake 2. Yeah. So Quake 2, if you don't know, is the sequel to Quake 1. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can guess that. So it's one of the. If you remember Quake One, uh, it was very strange, sort of like medieval, um, uh, otherworldly kind of. Sorry, another universe. Or You're port- like a different planet or something. Yeah, right? portals yeah. opened, and then these weird creatures come through, and it's yeah. kind of like a dark brown kind of. And it's got like the metal music playing. Quake One never did that. I think Quake One is a bit more. Um, oh, maybe it's a bit like, oh, yeah, I think you're right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like Quake for me was like Doom was great and then Quake kind of set the genre for uh, shooters in yeah. general. Like even Call of Duty games that come out now, um, kind of the, the the way they developed Quake mm. are, are still being used today. Yeah, I mean, which it was is that, amazing. It's that jump into 3D that, that well, proper 3D, the 3D that, yeah. um, uh, made Quake stand out and obviously... Uh, it was, you know, the first person person game, sort of the first person genre was defined by previous games like Doom yeah. and Wolfenstein and things like that. But now the next step was Quake. 
And Quake 2 is, is, doesn't necessarily, well, it doesn't really follow from Quake 1 story-wise mm. at all. But um, it's got more of a um, continuation from that point onwards with the Strog and the space, cool. space aliens and, and whatever. Um, so that's on Game Pass, and that runs really, really well. Have you played it on your Game Pass? Console and PC. PC, oh, naturally, because yeah. that's what it was made for. But on the console, you can pick up and play this game, and it's so easy to pick up and play compared. There's no commitment. There's no long story. It's just levels and levels and levels, and you just... It's almost kind of arcade right? It's almost arcade yeah. so you can sit down after a long day's work, play it for like a couple of hours. Bash and And then put it down things. and then pick it up later on. So that's something to look out for. If you've got a Game Pass, it's already in your library. Wow. Um, but yeah, they've really made this look good and re-sort of ignited the the retro shooter, if you will. Very cool. What um, else you got? <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, James, it's all like uh, blood and gore with you today. It's all, yeah, it's all uh, violence. That sounds scary to me. It's, uh, so basically, it's it's getting some rave reviews, and I haven't played it yet myself, but um, you basically take on the role of the notorious slaughter family or their victims. So you can oh, be you a murderer yeah. or a victim. I would totally just be the murderer. I think being a victim would be too scary. Yeah, I think um, you'd be yeah you'd be nervous like the whole time, and it's it's a third person multiplayer game, so obviously it's got the same theme as the Texas like, 1974 horror film itself, and uh, yeah, you find yourself in areas trying to escape a murder or trying to murder, and it is brutal, like it oof. is, it is intense, like just like the movies. Um, there's no. No holds barred here. Really? It's like proper, like, murdering. And is it like the, the graphics are like, you know, this generation graphics kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, oh. <laughs> So it's brutal. So be, be prepared. See, I don't mind brutal. I just don't like jump scares and that sort of stuff. Um, whereas if I was the murderer, then I don't think I would get too scared because I'm just like, yeah, everyone's going to run away from me. Mm. But if I was the one being murdered and you just go through a door and there's a guy with a chainsaw, you're like, oh! Yeah. I, I think I'd freak out a little bit more. So but, uh, Yeah, I guess they're trying to capture that, exactly that essence of yeah. this game. And with like other human players as well. So multiplayer is going to be so much fun. Oh, scary um, stuff, but I'm I'm totally into it. It's like that game, oh, I'm forgetting what it's called now, where you play with other people and you're trying to get away from the, the baddies and then they they hook you up. Uh, I don't know what that is. I've seen... Oh, I forgot what it's called right now. I've got Back for Blood and Left for Dead in my head. Uh, but it's none of those. But yeah, anyway, it's kind of like that game. If you know what it is, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it sounds like it's it's going to be pretty fun for the people that you know really into that stuff, yeah, which, yeah. which I'm sure is a lot. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Armored Core Six comes out. It's not out yet, but Armored Core Six. If you're a fan of that franchise, I have. I do not know that franchise. Armored Core. So Armored it's basically Core. it's basically a mech shooter. Oh, yes, Do yes. you remember Mech Warrior? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it was kind of those two games were kind of the the Mech games of the early 90s I or do, 2000s. I do know that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, They're pretty loved as well. Oh, yeah, there's a huge following for it. And yeah. the first game came out like 97. 97? Yeah, and they released, I mean, in between Armored Core 2, 3, 4, this is six now, mm. and there's a few like little um, other games that kind of filled in the gaps there. But it's been ten years since the last one, mm. since Verdict Day, um, and then 2012 was Armored Core Five. So this one is by Bandai Namco, and you know what they're good at? Yeah, they're good at Souls 
like games. Yeah, hundred so percent. So this one is kind yeah, of like game a, of the year last year. Yeah. So this is kind of what people are thinking or assuming it it might be is a Souls like mech <gasps> game. No way. So I don't know if it's going to be incredibly difficult or whatever. Anyway, let's amazing. See. Okay, something, something very cool. I mean, Elden Ring for me is is probably in my top five games of all time. Mm. Really enjoyed it. So I mean, I I've never I've never like gone oh. Yeah, I want to play a game that has like, you know, fighting robots, but why wouldn't I want to play a game that's got fighting robots? <laughs> yeah. That just sounds awesome. And you just like wrecking cities and stuff. It's great. And I assume you can like upgrade your yeah. mech and you level up, upgrade your get a new weapon and guns and that stuff gun like that. is now firing like rockets. fifty caliber bullets yeah. and rockets on this arm and exactly. I've got a knife that comes out or something like that. Yep. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm pumped up now, James. <laughs> you want to play it? Well, yeah. well, play all of them, from 97's Armored Core to uh, Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. Uh, that's this month, but you wow. know what's coming next month? You know what comes after all? Oh no! I just realised, and I'm I just don't have time to play it. <laughs> September's it around the corner. <laughs> September has Starfield. Oh no! September sixth. I'm still deep into into Diablo Four, and I'm getting really good at that now. <laughs> I've just learned how to play that game and I'm like level 55 already. So yeah, uh, if anyone has any commitments, uh, do not commit to them because wow. Starfield is coming out yeah. alongside Mortal Kombat 1. Wow, yeah. Um, so that's kind of returned to the original characters, I think, and they're kind of rehashing all that. And obviously with the um, fatalities, obviously they've gone ridiculous they've just gone crazy with, with that yeah 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 and it's super great yeah i heard that they've got some new kind of like game modes that they've never had before as well so yeah yeah they're always freshening it up pretty cool great, great pretty cool see. um as well as that the cyberpunk phantom liberty oh yes which i'm feeling might get overshadowed by starfield but and everything else and everything on, else yeah. um but i hope for the best for, for phantom liberty because i've heard it's almost like a not an, not just an expansion but almost an overhaul of the whole yeah. game so no, that's really cool. And uh, to be honest with you, I think with games like um, Phantom Liberty uh, or, or Cyberpunk in general, mm. um, you kind of can not play it when it first comes out and six months later go, hey, I'm going to get Phantom Liberty and yeah. I'm sure you'll still enjoy it. Exactly. Like, and you, be you don't much have to improved. be on the hype. Yeah. Exactly. So the whole the whole game is, is looking really good now. Mm. So it's definitely worth checking that out. Um, and then for all the soccer or football fans... EA Sports oh, yeah. FC. Yes, which, which is, is just a terrible name. Basically FIFA 24, um, but not. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, every year they've got to innovate. And granted, <laughs> they, they still make me buy it every single year. Yeah. I got to be honest, <clears throat> I watched a bunch of videos about the gameplay and, and all the things they've got. There's like a manager mode where you can literally stand on the sidelines and watch your team play and shout things at them. Yeah. I was like... This is pretty cool. They've got a lot of new kind of yeah. ways that they've developed the game. And obviously, they had to kind of step it up a notch. They couldn't just rehash mm. FIFA 23. They had to really go, right, we've lost FIFA. We might lose some people due to that. We need to really make this game amazing. And pff, I think they've exactly. anything they've been developing over the last six years, they've been like, no, we'll hold off. We'll hold off. Mm. We'll hold off. We'll put it next year. They're just putting it all into this one. So I'm yeah, excited. It's kind of like the iPhone. You know, it comes out every year. There's like 12, 13, 14. 
And yeah. they innovate like a small thing. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe the camera's a little better. When you know they've got loads of stuff in their back or pocket. The bezel's like smaller. But it's yeah. like this with FIFA. It's like, they oh, they make the tackling better. Or, yeah. Or they add a certain feature. So yeah, I'm kind of excited. I will buy it, obviously, mm. because for me, I, I play it for the manager mode. Yeah. The season mode thing, so... I heard that they've got like um, kind of like an AI tool thing where they've been mapping um, real football players on how yeah. they play. So when you're playing like Haaland, for example, um, who's on the front cover, um, you know, he's got sp- uh, special moves and he, your player will actually, like Haaland will actually move like the real Haaland yeah, yeah, and captured. will score goals like Haaland scores yeah. goals and even celebrates exactly like Haaland celebrates in real life. Yeah. Like his celebrations are matched off his actual celebrations. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I'm excited for this. Um, definitely going to have a few nights around yours, James. Yeah, Kick, definitely. Kicking your butt on that. And especially, you know, based on Man United starts the season, I'm probably going to live life through FIFA because we'll be much yeah. more successful. Well, I did have someone <laughs> say to me last week, oh, Liverpool, you're like 14th because we drew our first game against Chelsea. Uh, and then this week you lost to Tottenham and we beat yeah. Bournemouth. I mean, it's Bournemouth, whatever. But uh, <laughs> we're now like fourth and I'm like, Whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're two games in. There's a long way to go. I know, no. I know. Anyway, this isn't a football podcast. No, for sure. But we could make one if we wanted. For sure. Um, cool. So those are those those are the releases we're talking about. Wow, there's so many. Yeah. Was that like six games? Oh, mate, there's probably more as well. There's probably missed. more. Those are just the big ones. Exactly. Um, very good month for gaming. I think this is when it all starts to ramp up because Christmas has come in. And, exactly. And people are going to start buying everything. So... Awesome. Go play them. Let us know what you are playing. And uh, and thank you for your new gaming releases, James. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Indie games. Yeah. Indie James. Indie James. You indie are James. indie James. You play <laughs> uh, you play more indie games than I've ever played. I feel I like think. I'm the only one that does. No, I'm sure there's a lot of people <laughs> out there, but I, I I don't know. Like for me, I just I I have limited time to play games. Yeah. So I just play the games that I really want to play, and that's it. I know. Uh, I mean, for me, it's like, it's those little games that I can pick up and play in a little yeah. Switch. You know, I, I did, to be fair, play Subnautica for a while, uh, yeah, that's like six months indie. ago, and that was an indie game that went, you know, did pretty well. Yeah. Um, okay, so what indie games are you talking about? Well, I'm going to re-mention, or re, re-mention. Yeah, okay, yeah. Re-mention the games that I, that I quickly reviewed over at Daily Gamer. Oh, yeah. Um, .net slash Instagram slash everything. Uh, Dredge, obviously, is mm. one this year. So I'm basically working up to a top five for the end of the year. Oh, nice. So my favorite indie games. And um, I said, I don't think I'll get to top 10 because obviously I don't think I'll have enough time. Okay, yeah. So I'll do top five. Especially with all the games coming out that you have to play. Exactly. I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to give up being a gamer because there's just too many. Yeah. But that's a lie. Nah. <laughs> Dredge, Dredge is the... Um, uh, sort of, uh, you play basically like a dredging boat and you go through a little world, a few islands, and then you discover this very sort of dark story with the characters you meet and the little quests that you do. So that is a surprisingly good game. So I recommend Dredge, okay? And it's got a bit of like inventory management and some mm-hmm. puzzles to do, which is cool. Uh, next is Dave the Diver. Okay. Nice. So this one I, I talked about as well. Um, is this the guy who sells the fish for sushi restaurants? Yeah, he goes fishing, <laughs> and then and then he helps his chef uh, serve customers in his sushi restaurant. That is amazing. It's such a great mechanic. It's a combination of really cool mechanics. So 
definitely check that out because it's really funny and the graphics are just funny and yeah it, 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 it did look like a really good game you can check it out on our Instagram it's a fun happy game yeah um, these two games I'm going to talk about now uh, oh sorry no I, I forgot to mention Graveyard Keeper so this is what you I'm are at. loving this one <laughs> actively playing Graveyard Keeper it just Keeper. sounds so morbid but yeah so you basically run a graveyard yeah and you keep it uh, <laughs> as the title suggests <laughs> so you're basically it's like a sort of a if you, you know the likes of Stargy Valley it's yeah. kind of like a, a pixel art game where you sort of live in this sort of village or world yeah um and in this respect, you look after a graveyard, you try to uh, upkeep it, basically, and you do lots of other things as well. It's basically a grind game. It's a yeah. grinding game where you have to build things from parts, and then you craft them, and then you, it's basically like a cycle. Yeah. But it's an addictive cycle. <laughs> and I love playing it. And I play it nice. uh, for like a few minutes every night, and then I try to... Uh, basically, it puts me at peace. Yeah, yeah. So I recommend. So you you digging up graves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like embalming <laughs> bodies and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's what I that's what I like to do. <laughs> that was my other. You're life. a strange boy, James. Very strange. But yeah, great game. Check it out. Um, the developer have just released a, a another one uh, called Punch Up, I think. So have a look. Have a look at that as well. Okay, cool. Um, my next two, I'll just go over quickly. These are games I haven't played, but I've played the older versions of mm. or the prequels of. Uh, Blasphemous 2, which is like a side-scrolling Metroidvania. Oh, they are big right now, Metroidvania stuff. Yeah, so for the uninitiated, it is Metroidvania is a subgenre of action-adventure games um, or platformers based on guided, non-linearity, and utility-gated exploration and progression. And it's based off games, <laughs> right? So, yeah. So it's based on like Metroid Prime. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. And then uh, Castlevania, Castlevania type games. Yeah. So that was basically... Metroidvania. What it is. So Blasphemous 2 is like, it's a side-scroller, but it's like brutally hard. So it's almost like a Souls-like, but mm. um, I wouldn't say it's um, as deep as that. But, yeah, yeah. But, but like story-wise. Yeah, but Blasphemous is... I played the first one and the pixel art is just brilliant it's on par you should check it out like it's so <laughs> honestly dark. like when you when you yeah. when you like i could actually see it in your face like how excited you get you're like <laughs> yeah. the pixel art is oh, the art direction oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, james is a, is a designer by the way like you know he do, deals with that sort of stuff all the time i just so. appreciate art okay? yeah yeah and uh, yeah so check that out that's out august 24th and i reckon that's going to be a great great indie game to nice. play this year. And lastly, Trine 5. Trine 5. If you're familiar with the Trine series, it is a 2.5 uh, side-scrolling game. Sorry, 2.5D side-scrolling game. So not quite 3D, not quite 2D. Yeah, um, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, you play as a bunch of like magical characters and you go through these different worlds and it's, it's, it's visually, visually very engaging. Yeah. Um, and then you can play with co-op as friends and you side cool it's are these all on pc only trine 5 is pc and i think consoles as well okay so cool i think that's yeah because it's a well-known series so it's the fifth entry and it looks good i genuinely want to just come over to your house and watch you play these games you can but i'll probably be in bed so you have to get in bed with me it's fine i'm next to your missus so that's yeah. totally fine awkward but do you guys all sleep you know R relatively clothed or usually with five layers on and they will be um certain types of uh, uh fancy dress so they'll be 
<laughs> one layer of elf and then followed by another layer of zombie and then a third Ooh. layer of uh, Santa Claus. Elf is pretty pretty, pretty hot. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, I'm the elf. I'm in. Nice. Yeah, I'm totally in with that. I'm the sexy elf. Oh, okay. nice. So, yeah, just look at those games and, and just check them out. And they might make my top five. I don't know yet. Ooh, we shall see. Stay tuned for the end of the year when James does his top five indie games. Well, thank you for your indie game roundup, James. You're welcome. Right, it's top five time, and this week I'm doing the top five game of the year watch edition. So this is where I am picking the five games that I think could be a contender for game of the year. Oh, yeah, cool. The games might not even be out yet, but I'm still including them in it. This might change towards the end of the year because we've already had a, a big one that's just shown up that is now a new contender, which you'll see yeah. at, in a number three. I'll get mm. there soon. But number five, for now, I'm going with Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I've got to be honest, number five was a really hard one because there's been some really good games, Resident yeah. Evil 4 remake and some others. Yeah. Um, but I've gone with Marvel's Spider-Man 2 because the first one was really good. Um, it is an upcoming action-adventure game uh, developed by Insomniac. Action-adventure game. I think I said that wrong. Uh, but yeah, super excited for this the uh, the last one was amazing they also had the Mars Morales one now this is Peter Parker and Mars Morales and you can kind of switch between the two yeah. um, as you want and then they have different storylines that will be one or the other that is picked but by the game intertwine right exactly they kind yeah. of do some stuff together and that, yeah there'll be like storyline bits where you'll be playing as both of them but mm. yeah it's, it seems like it's going to be really really cool yeah one thing I enjoyed was, was the combat the combat is so, like, good. Yeah, they've added yeah. so many new features to the combat. Um, like, it's really cool. They did, like, a huge, like, extensive kind of, like, gameplay trailer mm. uh, where they showed some amazing ways to, like, traverse around. It isn't just using your webs. Um, different, like, uh, combat abilities that yeah. they've included. Um, a lot of new web-based gadgets as well. Um, so, yeah super excited for this obviously and they always have really good baddies i think uh really good kind of boss fights yeah, that, that don't seem like oh you're in a boss fight now they just kind of naturally occur and all of a sudden you're in a boss fight then yeah. you have to traverse through the through new york city mm -hmm. and then you get you, you know carry on the boss fight and stuff yeah. so very excited for that one um i think it's going to be big it's coming out in october 20th um will be only available on ps5 though it's an exclusive isn't it yeah it is that is kind of the downside of it. I mean, it's being published by Sony. Yeah. Um, that is kind of the one downside that it might not be game of the year, right? Because mm, of that mm. fact. Um, number four, I don't know if this is just bias, but I think it is a good consensus of people. Diablo 4, I'm loving it right now. Yeah. I've always been a Blizzard fan, totally into World of Warcraft, but Blizzard um, 4, sorry, Blizzard 4, Diablo 4 is amazing. It is like an online-only action role-playing game, uh, obviously by Blizzard Entertainment. Um, it literally, right, the game generated $666 million in revenue within the first five days of its launch. Whoa. Which is quite cool because isn't 666 like the, the hell number? Yeah, yeah. And this game is all about hell It's the number stuff. of the beast. Exactly. Um, so basically, you've got Lilith, who is the main baddie, and she is uh, kind of being resurrected, mm -hmm. and she's trying to get back to hell. But on her way, she doesn't really care of who she kind of 
brings over to the dark side as she's doing it. Like she, yeah. she just is turning people um, kind of crazy. She's allowing these demons to kind of roam the earth, um, and she's uh, yeah, she's, she's pissed off. She's not. Yeah, she's <laughs> not happy. You have five different classes: the barbarian, sorcerer, druid, rogue, and necromancer. Um, and yeah, basically, you just got to try and stop Lilith corrupting everyone. Um, and the sto- I've completed the storyline now. It's a really cool storyline, and what I like is. There's kind of three different storylines going on at the same time. Yeah. And you can choose which one you go for first and, and finish. Um, but I just thought I'm just going to go straight for the storyline and do that first. Because as you level, you kind of... Um, um, your level of, of the world mm. goes up. Goes up with you. Goes up with you. Yeah. There are bits that are too hard for you, but for the majority of it, you can just, just go through it. But you can really also cool. do huge, like, sort of almost raid battles with other people, can't you? Because it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. MMORPG-esque. Yeah, right? so what they've done is, it is kind of, because it's like single player, but then you go into parts of the world where you can do things with other people, mm-hmm. uh, and they've also got PvP sections as well where you can earn extra tokens and gear and stuff doing that. Uh, they almost have, like, daily quests, and yeah, it's really great. I mean, um, you you got to hit level 100, which is actually takes quite a long time to do it's a lot of just going into dungeons right. and fighting really hard things and trying to make your, your class and your abilities work together mm. to be able to just storm through these dungeons. But it's super addictive. I'm super into it. So that's going in for me at number four. Agreed. Most likely to be game of the year. Coming in at number three, we spoke about it before. Baldur's Gate 3 has kind of come out of nowhere and is now a huge contender mm. for this, yes, which is great. Is. Uh, role-playing game based off Dungeons & Dragons tabletop role-playing system. Um, it will, sorry, it had its full release on Windows on the 3rd of August, so it's only been out like a month right now. Um, and they said that the Mac OS and PlayStation 5 versions are scheduled for release 6th of September. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, to go into this game too much is pretty mental, but it, you have to use a, 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 the roll of the dice yeah, to kind it's, of it's, get it's your outcome. One of the best sort of amalgamations of the tabletop game with modern games, yeah. uh, especially with story and, and, and exploration, especially exploration, because that's that's one of the great things about it, and the story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, And it is turn-based, which might turn people off a little bit, mm. but from what I've heard and what I've seen, it looks like it flows super nicely. Yeah, you works. don't feel bored. You don't feel like, oh, I've got to go press a button now and do this. Yeah, yeah. It, it flows really nicely. They've nailed it. It's a little bit difficult, but in a good way. The story's incredible. The 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 characters that you can be in the origin stories are amazing. Mm-hmm. They've really gone all out with this game and it shows because definitely in my number three for the potential game of the year. Agreed. Number two, it hasn't come out yet, but of course it's Starfield. Um... Upcoming action role-playing game developed by Bethesda. Uh, first kind of new game, like new IP that they've done in a long time. Yeah. Obviously, we've got the Skyrim, Oblivion, um, all of that stuff that has just been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the, it's it's coming out September 6th, so very, very soon on Windows and Xbox, because obviously it's owned by Microsoft now. Oh. Yeah, so if you're on Game Pass, keep Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it is uh, first person and third person. You can choose what you're doing. It's completely open world. There's a thousand planets that you can go on uh, with different moons and space stations you can create your own spaceships and modify them you can have one that is good at shooting down other ones you can have one that takes cargo from one place to another there's all these missions you can do Um, all of the worlds are are procedurally generated but then refined Mm -hmm. so they've procedurally generated them 
obviously because it'll take way too long to do over a thousand planets but they've then gone onto each planet and refined them and made them yeah, look yeah. how they want them to make um, it's been completely just handcrafted content mm-hmm. so very excited for Starfield I mean we could talk for days about that one and we have, um, <laughs> we have yeah before. we literally have before yeah so that is in for me at number two and number one still has to take it I don't know why for me but it's really cool game Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, boy. Now, I don't know if this is my favorite, but it is my favorite. It's really hard. Mm, It's really hard. mm, mm. If I had way more time, I think I could just be in Tears of the Kingdom like 12 hours a day and I'll be fine with that. Um, But yeah, it's an amazing action-adventure game. Obviously, um, on Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, um, amazing 10 out of 10 reviews. Everyone's loving it. Everyone thought, oh, can they beat Breath of the Wild? Because Breath of the Wild was Game of the Year 2017. And I think they've kind of gone above and beyond and somehow made an even yeah. better game with what they've done. Hey, you remember people complaining like, oh, they just repeated uh, the first game and used the same map. But that doesn't matter because of how good it is. Because yeah. they've, they've expanded on that map with like, with amazing, amazing results. They yeah. have like the underworld, they have the sky. Yeah. Uh, islands. The map have... is way bigger now because yeah, it's yeah. the same map, but you've also can explore the whole map, but underground, yeah. which is a bit scary, by the way. Or you can explore the whole world um, above. There's all these sky islands, like James was saying. It's it's pretty incredible. Um, you can you know uh, as as you're going through the world, you find new things. You can craft anything to anything. You can put a stone onto your shield to make your shield stronger. Yeah, um, the creativity is just endless. It's amazing. <laughs> you can put like a uh, a bat's eye onto your arrow so it always hits its target. Like, who comes up with this stuff? It's amazing. So, yeah, for now, Tears of the Kingdom has got to be the hot contender in at number one. 100%. Most likely to become Game of the Year. But who knows? Do you have your own opinion? Please let us know. What do you think? Um, I think, uh, you know, th- th- there's so many that could that could take it now. And it's not even the end of the year. So we could have a few more surprises. A hundred percent. Just like Baldur's Gate. A hundred percent, definitely. Well, there you go. That is your top five Game of the Year Watch edition. Thank you. And that is it for the end of our podcast number 24. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. We fit a lot into a short amount of podcast because we've been on holiday. It's been summer. Exactly. Uh, I'm going on holiday as well tomorrow. So we wanted to fit as much in as we could. Definitely. And I really think we got it all in, James. Yeah, just about. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, next week will be podcast number 25. Ooh, that's 25. Well, not next that... week, but the next podcast. 25 is like, it's a number, isn't it? That is definitely like a, you know, milestone, I think. Milestone, that's for the us. <laughs> it is a number. Yeah, 100%. Milestone podcast number 25. And I don't want to jinx it, but I might have a pretty big guest. A pretty big guest? A pretty big guest. Oh, okay. Not like the person isn't a large person per se, <laughs> but they uh, work for a company that is very cool. So I won't say much more, but we do have some very exciting news coming in September, which we will let you know when we're allowed to let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really exciting. I'm so excited. We got some exciting news. Finally, two and a half years of doing Daily Game, we finally got something exciting for you. We got a little break. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see you for podcast number 24. Don't forget to follow the podcast. Follow, subscribe. And listen 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 to to the podcast. I mean, if you're still here now, I'll be surprised, but... Thank you very much. (laughs) We will see you next time. And from me and James, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah.